As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Do you need a good laugh? A pick-me-up in the middle of the week? Are you looking for some uncommon sense? The right words at the right time? Are you at the end of your rope? Help has arrived! Grab that rope and listen to Tie a Knot and Hang On. Help has arrived with Camille Sanzone on W4WN, the all-women radio station. To be humble, to be kind it is a giving of peace in your mind To a stranger, to a friend To give in such a way that has no end We are love, we are one We are how we treat each other when the day is done We are peace They look like you. Heroes look like you. Heroes look like me. Hmm. This is Camille Sanzone, your host for Tie a Knot and Hang On. If you're a regular listener, as always, I appreciate it. And welcome back. And if you have stumbled upon my show, not fumbled, because that's not a good thing, but stumbling onto happiness is a good thing. So if you have stumbled upon my show for the very first time, welcome. This show may be especially meant for you. I broadcast live every Tuesday 
at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you like what you hear today, if you're new to my show, or if you're a regular listener but you might catch up on one day missed or listen again to a favorite show or an important show that you couldn't pay full attention to when I was on live, go to iHeartRadio.com, select podcast, enter the title of my show, Tie a Knot and Hang On. My shows will pop up and a list of my previously, my previous, my tongue is in my way, <laughs> my previous shows, my past shows will drop down with titles, descriptions, and I've been on since April 2014, so there's lots to choose from. And you can even share. There's a link that your little thing, you toggle there, and you can share it and send it to somebody else. So if you like it, share it with your friends. But the point is, you can listen to me any day of the week, any time you like. Think of me as your radio beck and call girl. Now, what my wish is always to entertain you, but my mission is to encourage you to discover ever better ways of being in the world. And all I ask of you for this 50 minutes of your life that you've chosen to spend with me is leave your troubles outside. Because while you're here with me, I want you to reset your emotional clock, pull back from the troubles of the day, because even in the midst of all that, you deserve to be happy. Yes, you. You know who I'm talking to. (laughs) As I broadcast live today, it is Tuesday, May 11th, 2021. And today's episode is still crazy after all these years. You know, I guess that could be kind of my personal motto. Although I like to think my kind of crazy is fun kind of crazy. and doesn't make other people crazy. Hmm. <laughs> I always said I wanted to grow up to be an eccentric old lady. Well, the old part is taking care of itself. And I guess there are some people who would call me eccentric. Well. What can I tell you? I don't like the old part, but truth be told, age has never bothered me. It, it, it still really doesn't, except when something hurts. I think it was, I saw a Garfield, um, you know, the Garfield the cat cartoon bubble thing, and he says something like, my bones creak, but I've decided I'm not old, just crispy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about out there? Yes, you move and your ankle does, makes a little noise and you move your elbow. Oh, it pops again. But that's fun. What can I tell you? It's just a little fun. But I like being crazy. Maybe I get crazier as I get older. But I feel freer to be me. A lot of people will tell you that as they get older. You don't worry so much about what other people think. You know, I mean, not that I'm rude or anything, but I like this. I like to say what's on my mind. I like you're crazy if you want to be crazy to be the same. Because you are the only one who can be the real you. Nobody else will do a better job at you than you. Well, as an aside, before I dig in today's topic, Sunday was, of course, Mother Day. I hope you had a, a good, happy one. If your mother's here, I hope you got to be with her. And if not, like as mine is not, she passed in 98. I spend my day thinking about her. I play some of the tapes of her singing. I watch the old 50th wedding anniversary that we had for them and watch her sing as well as hear her sing. Anyway, I found this plaque online and I, as I said, I, I might've gotten it for my mom if <laughs> she was still here. And this is what the plaque says. And I'm going to use one of those supposedly verboten words where we're all adults here, right? The plaque says, and it's, it's kind of like I'm one of those things where they put in restaurants with a menu on a chalkboard. That's how they show it. It's a mom's shit list. 
She says, don't break shit, don't fight over shit, clean up all your shit, don't act like a shit, and mostly, don't make me lose my shit. <laughs> I like that. I think George Carlin may have written that. I don't know. Anyway, that sounds pretty reasonable of a mother to request, don't you think? <laughs> anyway, back. Well, let's begin this week's episode. Still crazy after all these years. Do you think it's a coincidence that Mother's Day is in the month of May and May is Mental Health Awareness Month? Hmm. You know, so many women, you know, I'm sure this has been happening for a long, long, long time, but no one recognized it. If a, a new mother was blue, the baby blues, they call it. But and sometimes it is just baby blues and it usually goes away within a, a week or two. But postpartum depression is a very real thing. And it's much more common than people might think. They say it affects 85% of new mothers. That's kind of incredible. Now, new moms often are emotionally sensitive, of course, and they tend to cry easily. See, maybe I'm pregnant. I cry pretty easily. No, I'm not pregnant. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the baby blues is uncomfortable, but as I said, doesn't usually last more than a week or two, maybe three, but postpartum depression is a different matter altogether. Oh, no, that's I was reading the wrong statistics earlier. Baby blues are experienced by 85% of new mothers. 15%, that's a lot better, suffer from the postpartum depression. Now, it may begin at any time, they say, in the first two or three months after giving birth. Mothers feel sad or hopeless and sometimes guilty or worthless, and you're unable to concentrate, unable to take any interest in anything, even the baby. In some cases, the mother feel overwhelmed by the baby's needs and become intensely anxious and this can lead to persistent troubling thoughts or obsessions. It's really, uh, I mean, at its worst, I mean, there's some women who just don't want anything to do with the baby. And sometimes they, they're worried that they're going to hurt the baby when they get those feelings. It's like they're possessed by something else. But postpartum depression is serious. Attention must be paid. So if you or, or, or a loved one seems to be exhibiting that, talk to them. Tell them it's okay to reach out for help. And then they can they can get through it better. See, now, mental illness is not something most people want to talk about. You know, even though, <clears throat> excuse me, even though there's certainly less stigma around mental health issues. Now, some people won't go for therapy at all. Like in my family, it was, oh, no, nobody goes for therapy. It means you're weak. Well, I've been to therapy. And I'm probably one of the healthier people in my family. <laughs> but anyway, but some people, if they do go, they, it's a big secret. <laughs> they don't tell anybody. That's crazy. <laughs> pun intended. Now, if you listen to me regularly, you know humor plays a big part in how I cope with life. Now, there's, there's something inside of us that acts as a, I don't know, an impetus to make light or lighter of things. You know, trying times, humor can create a mental and emotional shift. And it often gives us a new perspective, a new way of approaching a difficult situation. And, of course, it doesn't hurt that it instills a lighter, more hopeful attitude in general. Now, to highlight that aspect, the humor, I want to play something that you may have heard before. It's attributed, the, the, the voiceover, this is supposed to be uh, Robin Williams. I'm not sure. I love Rob. Love, I still love him, wherever he is, in what spectrum, whatever realm of the universe. But this is called Mental Health Hotline. And then right after that, you're going to hear about four minutes of a stand-up. Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Hotline. If you are obsessive-compulsive, press one repeatedly. If you are codependent, ask someone to press two for you. 
If you have multiple personalities, press 3, 4, 5, and 6. If you are paranoid, we know what you are and what you want. Stay on the line and we'll trace your call. If you're delusional, press 7 and your call will be transferred to the mothership. If you are schizophrenic, listen carefully and a small voice will tell you which number to press. If you are depressive, it doesn't matter which number you press, no one will answer you. If you are dyslexic, press 69696969. If you have a nervous disorder, please fidget with the hash key until the beep. After the beep, please wait for the beep. If you have a short-term memory loss, please try your call again later. And if you have low self-esteem, hang up. All our operators are too busy to talk to you. Like most Americans, I'd like to help others while being televised. I'd like to go to an area of the world where they really need my help. Like we're here in sub-Saharan Africa because people sometimes have to walk tens of hundreds of miles for food, water, and basic medical care. And that's why we've chosen this village for an extreme makeover. <laughs> Tell me, Mobutu, how does life feel as a blonde? Well, my husband didn't even recognize me, and not when I go to the aid truck and fight other women for flour, I feel more confident. I, uh, have you ever seen an American order something at a restaurant? That's when you realize maybe we have too much freedom in our country. We might benefit from a limiting dictatorship of some kind. Can I ask a quick question about the coffee? Is it organic? Okay, I don't want it, I don't want it. I'd like to have a bowl of boiling hot water, boiling, boiling, with ice, and I don't want the ice to get all tiny. And then I'd like to have the turkey burger, but I want it sectioned into 14 quadrants, and I know that's impossible, but do it. And not on a plate, dropped to an altitude of 10 feet, piece by piece into my hands with an attitude of regret. Thank you so much, I hate to be a pain. My mom's very religious. Uh, I don't know if I believe in God, because I don't like the idea of some touched by an angel angel sitting up there making decisions like, I'm going to put you in a paralyzing diving accident so you can inspire people with watercolors you paint with your feet. <laughs> I, uh, I have felt like I, I've been a success in life. And you know when you feel like you've been a success and then you go home to your hometown and you meet your arch enemy, Christy Coombs from high school? at Target, and you realize nothing's changed at all, and you're still the great big hose beast you always were. So I saw you on TV or whatever. It's just like in high school. It's like, you're not funny. You're just weird. Well, com comedy is a subjective. It's an art form. It's an art, for art form. So are you gay? Because I heard a lot of women comedians are gay. No, no, I'm not, I'm not gay. It'd be okay if I was, but I'm not. I'm not. Oh, that's good. Press debit or credit. Booyah! I, uh, I've been seeing a therapist. I can't say it properly because I don't take it seriously. And uh, I've been seeing a therapist. And uh, I've never really thought of myself as depressed as much as paralyzed by hope. And uh, so she said, uh, I have a lot of anxiety. And she told me, Marie, why don't we sing those anxieties aloud? Take the power away from those anxieties. What do you call those anxieties gremlins? Why don't we just call them anxieties? Would you feel more comfortable with goblins? Yes. So I'll leave you with this. It's my anxiety song. It's been helping me. I hope it helps you. 
If I keep the kitchen floor clean, no one will die. As long as I clench my fists at odd intervals, then the darkness within me won't force me to do anything inappropriate. Dunkin' Donuts that's inappropriately sexual. As long as I keep humming the tune, I won't turn gay. It can't get you if you're singing a song. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. I enjoy her. If, if you haven't seen her, really, uh, check it out. Check it out. It's really funny. Now, I was researching always, as I do when I get an idea for a show, and uh, on some site or other, it's they're giving you a 10 signs of mental illness. And I said, we all go through the blues, up and down. But if you have some of these, certainly if you have more than three, uh, reach out for help. If you're not managing on your own and it is not a weakness, it is not a failure uh, if you go for therapy. And if money is uh, a problem, search because there are a lot of wonderful therapists who will work with you on a a sliding fee scale. And if you just want a little counseling, I'm available. Just let me know if you'd like to do a a Skype session with me and that would just go to Camille Sanzone at AOL.com. But here are the things that were suggested. One, if you're having feelings of sadness or depression that last longer than two weeks, that may be an indication of depression. Two, if you're having extreme mood swings and you don't know why, that may indicate some kind of bipolar disorder. Three, your worry and anxiety have gotten out of control. I mean, you just that's your state of being. You're always worried. You're always anxious. That's not good for you that's not uh, that you don't need that unhealthy stress four you've started withdrawing from others or isolating yourself five you may have noticed you are having delusions or hallucinations hmm that could be psychosis i think i saw i saw a definition once of the difference between neurosis and psychosis someone with neurosis builds castles in the air and someone who is psychotic lives in them something like that (laughs) anyway number six you're having more and more difficulty dealing with normal life events seven you're sleeping too much or too little eight you've started abusing drugs or alcohol nine you're having extreme anger outbursts ten you've started thinking of self-harm or suicide now of course there, there must be other signs that you've thinking you're thinking of but if, you're, if you've been, as they say, blue or depressed for more than two or three weeks and you can't shake it, you can't get out of it, uh, make an inquiry. And if you're certainly thinking of self-harm or suicide, uh, there are hotlines. You just pick up the phone, dial for information and ask for the suicide hotline or look it up on the Internet if you don't want to talk to anybody to get the name of the book. See, the book I wrote at the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on, help has arrived. I started writing that many years ago, and the title was different. The title was going to be a suicide prevention handbook. Uh, But by the time I really got into writing (laughs) the book, I decided people aren't going to grab that kind of book off the shelf, you know. So I decided to talk about life enhancing things and helpful things rather than that. And in the in the intro introduction to the book, I mentioned that I wrote a suicide letter eight-page suicide letter 
1986, in December. And I don't know, you know, you don't, how do you do this right or wrong? I don't know. But I've often wondered if I had just written the traditional note, they say, suicide note. I'm Who knows? I might have gone through with it. But I took a, a notebook and a pencil or a pen and I wrote the letter rather than typing it. And eight pages later, I talked myself out of it. Yeah. So I said, for once, being prolific saved my life. I got to a point where I was doing a lot of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs that were negative. And then so finally at the end, I'm going into, but what if I'm this close to having whatever it is I was worried about? If I was this close to having it work out and I end it and then I, I believe in reincarnation. So I would have to come back and go through those same issues again until I resolve them in a healthier way. See, anyway, <laughs> the next song. Is, in fact, if you go to YouTube, it says that this song is sad, but so important. And it is. I want you to listen really, really carefully to this fearless soul song. It's called This Is Not The End. I know it might be hard right now. So pull on your heart right now But hang in there Stay with me for a little while I know you're going through pain And every day a new strain So hang in there Let's turn this around Sometimes the rain falls but the sun will shine again Sometimes a storm calls But the clouds will part again You don't have to be alone You will always have a friend I want you to know This is not the end I know you feel useless but you will get through this Just hang in there Stay with me for a little while Change your thoughts on the inside You'll see the change on the outside But hang in there Let's turn this around Sometimes the rain falls But the sun shine again Sometimes a storm calls but the clouds will part again You don't have to be alone You will always have a friend I want you to know This is not the end I know that it hurts but I'm with you Whenever you fall, I'll uplift you Just take it day by day Whoa. You've got all you need within you Never give up, please continue I promise things will change Sometimes the rain falls but the sun will shine again 
Sometimes a storm calls, but the clouds will part again. You don't have to be alone. You will always have a friend. I want you to know this is not the end. This is not. When I found this, I hadn't heard it before, but look up Fearless Soul. They have some very, very interesting songs. The lyrics uh, just really say so much. And there was more written there, so I don't know if they have an extended version of the song, uh, but this was written as a a speech about depression. And so whoever among the YouTube people uh, wrote it, I don't know, but it says... They say, I want you to know that no matter where you are in life, no matter how low you have sunk, no matter how bleak your situation, this is not the end. This is not the end of your story. This is not the final chapter of your life. I know it may be hard right now, but if you just hang in there, if you stick it out, you'll find that this tough moment will pass. And if you are committed to using this pain, to using it to build your character, finding a greater meaning for the pain, you will find that in time, you can turn your life around and help others going through the same struggles. Hmm. Now, let's face it, due in, a, in great part to the coronavirus pandemic, the world right now is in the middle of a mental health crisis as well as a health crisis. Even without the virus, it's estimated that almost half the population will suffer from depression at some point in their life. He said, I know that some people in my family, <laughs> I wouldn't say that it was bipolar, but I think they were all had clinical depression, the ones I'm thinking of. But it was never acknowledged. And as I said, my big Italian family, they didn't believe in going for therapy or even going to talk to a priest. Everything was kept within the family. And usually we didn't talk about it. We observed each other suffering, but we never reached out to each other. I found out much later in life that when I was going through something in my teens, 13, 14, and I was crying in my room a lot, my brother was crying at night. My sister was crying. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Each, each in our own space. And we didn't know till as adults we talked about our childhood. And we weren't beaten or anything like that. But we, every child, every human being has issues. And even if it wasn't the way we thought it was, which contributed to our sadness, perception is reality. Like my brother, for instance, thought my, my dad didn't appreciate him. My sister thought I was the favorite. I thought my brother was the favorite and that my sister was because she was the baby. So, you know, what can you do? That's the way it goes. But it's important that we learn why we get down and and see the signs earlier, see the signs of depression. Because I've learned we can forestall the spiraling into a deep depression if we act early and pull ourselves out of the mud. And if, like I said, you can't reach in for help, get professional help. Do it. Because beyond a chemical imbalance, which may create certain mental illnesses, it's been suggested that anyone who is depressed is depressed because of some external factor that didn't materialize in their lives you know they have lost control of something outside of their control or they don't have control that is out of their control but i'll talk more about what we can do after we take this musical interlude this musical interlude it's i want us to listen to ray charles rendition of simon and garfunkel's Still crazy after all these years, and I'll be back with you in about five minutes. Yeah. I met my old lover on the street last night. She seemed so glad to see me, I just smiled And we talked about some old times And we drank ourselves some beers Still crazy after all the years I'm still crazy after all I'm not the kind of man who tends to socialize. I seem to lean on old familiar ways. And I ain't no fool for love songs that whisper in my ear. Still crazy after all the years. Said, I know I am. Oh, just crazy after all these years. Yeah, I am. Yes, I am. I 
sit by my window and I watch the cars. I feel I'll do some damage one fine day. But I would not be convicted by a jury on my fears. Still crazy after all the years. Say, don't you know that I Accepted is to buy a copy of my book at the end of your rope, tie a knot, and hang on. Hi, I'm Camille Sanzone, host of Tie a Knot and Hang On on W4WN. My book is filled with life strategies, humor, comfort food recipes, processes that will stir your soul. Feeling low? My book will lift you up. Life good? My book will make it even better. Go to Amazon.com, enter at the end of your rope, tie a knot, and hang on. By Camille Sanzone, S-A-N-Z-O-N-E. Buy two copies, one for you and one as a gift. Your problems might just self-destruct in five chapters. Listen to Camille Sansoni Tuesdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, to her show, Tie a Knot and Hang On. Help has arrived on W4WN, All Women Radio. And don't you forget about it. Don't you forget about it. I know some of you know that Godfather promo was voiced by my very talented nephew, Johnny, who passed in January of 2020. I think about him, I miss him every day, every day, every day. Okay, back to the topic. Still crazy after all these years. You know, I I studied to become a teacher because of my second grade school teacher, Mrs. Hobbs, with whom I kept in touch until she passed in her 90s. Um, She was just one of those people. I talk often about the energy people give off and the vibrations. We would hug her around her ample waist, what there was of it just to go outside for recess you know I wanted to be we all wanted to be around her well that was second grade and I I lived about a mile from where she lived in Levittown and I knew her birthday was June 20th so I got in the habit of making cakes for her and I I would go down to her house with the cake every year and she was just one of those really really good people and I guess she taught me some life lessons. One was not just to read, but she taught me to read. Uh, I didn't know how to read. We came from Brooklyn, 
I had kindergarten and first grade in Brooklyn, New York, and then we moved when I was seven. And the classes were so big in New York that I guess the teacher never got around to teaching us to read. But second grade, just about every kid in the class already knew how to read. They were, you know, improving their learning and reading and comprehension. But Mrs. Hobbs saw how troubled it made me that I was in the slow group. Because she sensed I wasn't so slow, if you know what I mean. Anyway, she asked my mother for permission uh, to have me stay after school a few days a week. And she taught me how to read one-on-one. And uh, I was reading on the sixth grade level by the time I get out of second grade. But what she really instilled in me was the love of reading, how richer my life could be by reading. You know, for me, books are companions. Uh, they encourage, they motivate, they make me laugh depending on what book it is. And, I mean, we have books in every room of the house, yes, including the bathroom. You know you have to, but not, they're not just the limericks, the funny bathroom joke book. But um, reading, it's just, there's, uh, I have a, a t-shirt that I, I bought from, I have several in different colors. This is, a day without reading is like, who am I kidding? I don't. I don't know, because I never go past a day without reading. But anyway, what's always astonished me is that in school, we're taught so many things, but no one teaches us how to live a joyful life. What a missed opportunity. Now, I wouldn't want any particular teacher to tell us what to believe or think. I mean, I didn't, wouldn't want it to be uh, proselytizing, whether it was religion or political stuff, but just in general, about being positive and all of that. I think they finally started teaching kids how to write a check and how to balance a checkbook, which we all were not taught in high school. But I believe the teacher's mission should be to teach us to think for ourselves so we could make better, more life-enhancing choices. Of course, if we're lucky or blessed, (laughs) whichever floats your boat. If you're lucky, we were raised... You were raised by positive, life-affirming people. Because that way we learn by their example how they model reactions to things in life, how to be optimistic or to be hopeful, expect good things to come into our life. Or we weren't. And if we weren't, as with most things, we either emulate how they were, if they were sad all the time, always feeling empty, or if it's not one thing, it's another, and... Nothing ever turns out right. We hear that. And sometimes that becomes the mantra in our head. Other times we say, God, I don't want to go through life like that. I remember having a conversation with my mom, who appeared to be a very pleasant person. And she loved to sing. And when she was singing, she was the happiest. But I think she had at least a low-grade depression most of her life. She really, I know we swore she was Italian. She wasn't born in Italy, but she was Italian, third generation. And yet she really didn't enjoy having a lot of people over the house. She liked being a guest someplace. But I found out later, because she didn't feel adequate, I guess, as a hostess. She didn't like to cook, but she was a good cook. But if, and she did graduate high school. Not everyone in that generation did. But what a missed opportunity teachers have. And, of course, if if they're teaching math or English, they really can't slip in that other stuff. But I wish more of them would. Because 
few of us were taught how important our conscious and unconscious thoughts are in determining our happiness. What we think most consistently creates an energy, a, a vibration, a frequency that pulls joy to us or pushes it away. See, I believe when we realize how powerful our thoughts are and consciously hold the intention to keep them high, we'll be more energized and focused and more able to take positive actions in our lives. Sadly, there are too many people who go through life thinking they don't deserve to be happy. They hold the belief that they're not good enough, not worthy. We have to value ourselves. We have to engage in activities and maintain thoughts that will encourage us to be happy and turn us into a positive influence in the world. So if we start to control the way we think, see if we get a really negative thought, what I've learned to do, if I hear myself thinking, oh God, that's terrible, that'll never work out, I say cancel, cancel that thought. And I put another thought in place. Everything will be fine. Everything is fine. Now, does that mean life suddenly gets perfect for me or for anyone who does that? No. But our reaction when something unpleasant or negative happens determines how it will play out. And, and if we ask or learn to ask yourself, ourselves, how can I make this work? Rather than why is this happening to me? If you can do that, you'll become an example, a model of how we can create our own joyful life rather than a warning of what life can be. If we moan and bemoan everything that happens. I always used to say, I, 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 to my, I, my nephew Johnny who passed, his brother Rob has two boys and Johnny and his wife Maria have one son. They're all grown now in their 20s. Uh, I always have said to them, I want Aunt Cammie to be an example of what a person can be and how they can represent themselves in the world. Not a warning. <laughs> Don't be, uh-oh, if you act like Camille, Aunt Cammie, that's what they call them. Aunt Cammie, oh God, no. I, not that I'm a perfect model, of course, <laughs> if I to be. Uh, but I think they always say I had a good sense of humor and was my own kind of philosopher. And uh, hopefully I gave them some good advice, which was generally to follow their heart. But I promise you, if you start to do that, thinking with, with intention, and when you start to feel yourself slipping, come, come, on, come on back and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to try a different way. We're going to try a different way. Because then you'll be surprised. Others will look to you, not with pity, but with hope, because your strength will become their hope and their strength. Now let's listen to Imagine Dragons as they sing Believer. I was broken. 
begin from a young age, taking my soak into the masses, writing my poems for the few that look at me, took at me, shook at me, feeling me, singing from heartache, from the pain, taking my message from the veins, speaking my lesson from the brain, seeing the beauty through the... Believer, a believer. I'm not going to recite the lyrics of that because I think they were pretty, pretty clear. But I want to say something to you. You know who you are. You know out there which one of you, all of you. This is for you, or should I say, all of yous, yous, Y-O-U-S, as they probably still say in Brooklyn, where I was raised till I was seven. I want to tell you that just in case nobody else has told you lately or probably ever, you do matter. You do have people who love you. And they're not idiots with bad taste. I had a girlfriend in high school. If she liked the boy until he liked her. And then once he liked her, she thought, well, he can't be too smart if he likes me. Had to scrape her self-esteem off the floor. I hope she got out of that. We've lost touch. <laughs> I also want to tell you, yes, there is a lot of suffering in the world. And sadly, no doubt, there always will be some kind of suffering in the world. And it's okay that it makes you sad. It makes me sad. Sometimes I watch the news and I cry. 
I don't get hysterical and cry the whole night, but I, it's okay. It's, it's part of my divine humanity that I'm touched. And you know, they're not related to me, but we're all one. We're all related. We're all brothers and sisters. And if we come back often enough, we probably were all related to each other on some level. And it, it's okay. It's okay that it makes you sad. How could it not make you sad? But we have to hang on. We have to hang on. What's the line from some song? With hope in your heart, you'll never walk alone, I think is the song. We, we've got this. We've got this. We're almost t- rounding the turn, really, this time. Uh, and hopefully, lives will go back, not, not just to normal, but better. A different normal. A different normal. You've been listening to Camille Sanzone, host of Tie a Knot and Hang On. And I hope you've enjoyed your time with me today. I, I hope that I've inspired you to hope more, smile more, laugh more, dream more, be more, give more, forgive more. I leave you with my usual exit song, Home, because I, Philip Phillips sings, because I want you to make this place your home. But stay strong, stay silly, stay safe, and always be kinder than you feel. You never know what other people are going through. little bit of kindness goes a long way. Kindness is contagious. Spread that around, won't you? Here's Philip Phillips with Home. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this way Stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Settle down It'll all be clear Don't pay no mind to the demons They fill you Trouble in my drag you down
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.